Hello, this is Pearls on Tuesday, where we aim to create and celebrate the beauty of ordinary moments in extraordinary ways. Today's podcast is entitled, Bring Back the Porch, an August Challenge. Our little rescue kitty, Maybelline Grace, is very nosy. She loves nothing more than to spend hours perched on a windowsill, spying on anything that moves. We live in an established suburban neighborhood, but there is a rental home directly across the street. The current residents lead busy lives, but each evening they sit on the front porch for a couple of hours. During this time, we always know where to find our cat. She is attracted by the sounds of their voices in conversation and the intermittent laughter that floats across the street on the night air. What began as a household joke about our nosy cat has led to reflection about what we lost when we gave up the front porch. I think it happened innocently enough. Prior to central air conditioning being an expected thing, families would make their way onto the porch to take advantage of the cooler breezes at dusk and to escape the stuffiness of a hot house. Porches were places to gather, to relax, and to slow down. It was a place to greet neighbors and passersby. You might see a gaggle of kids rushing home on their bikes or a couple walking their dog. Some may stop for a chat or even a glass of iced tea. Mosquitoes were ever-present, and hand fans or a rolled-up newspaper were common methods of pest control. Entertainment was provided by fireflies, dragonflies, and the shape of the moon or the pattern of the stars. The porch itself was dressed differently. Instead of decorative urns and embellished door wreaths, there were rocking chairs, footstools, and bench swings. Tables nearby held sweating glasses of whatever beverage and maybe an ashtray and possibly a good book or yesterday's newspaper. Porches were good places to take a power nap or get the latest scoop on the folks down the street. Porches were places where problems were solved, questions were asked, and dreams were constructed. Hands were busy gesturing, not texting. We were talking to the people in front of us, not a voice inside of a cell phone. Life looked different because it was different. The change came about so slowly that we barely realized it was happening. And here we are. So what did we lose and what did we gain when we gave up the front porch? We lost the need for handheld fans and gained a temperature-controlled environment. We lost falling asleep with a myriad of itchy bug bites and gained more time in front of the TV. We lost face-to-face time with family and friends 
and gained the ability to FaceTime on our iPhones. We lost the smells of summer flowers and gained diffusers that are made to smell like summer things. We lost firsthand knowledge that fireflies and dragonflies are still abundant and gained the ability to read about their habits on Google. We lost the messy stickiness that comes with a popsicle melting in the summer heat and gained the ability to eat a popsicle wearing a sweatshirt indoors during the month of August. We lost the random chance to check on a neighbor in person and gained the ability to send them a text. We lost the right and maybe even the ability to sit and do nothing and feel good about it. We gained the ability to get more done, be more productive, and cross more off of our to-do list. We lost the need to see a sunset and gained the need to binge watch on Netflix. I think I will stop here because I may have already lost most of you. My obvious point is that when our porches became decorative fixtures instead of living spaces, our lives changed in a plethora of ways. I live in an air-conditioned home, and I love it. I own a TV, and I watch it. I own a cell phone, and I use it. Not all advancements are bad, nor was everything better in the past. I just think we have let go of some pretty valuable things when we stopped porch sitting. And perhaps some of those things were worth saving. Some of my best childhood memories are of lazy summer days on my uncle's huge porch in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. This screened-in porch wrapped around two sides of the beach cottage. It was screened in with wooden shutters and had painted wooden floors. Uncle Dennis gave the floor a fresh coat of dark gray paint each spring. He also had to continuously repair the screens. On this porch were several wooden bench swings and about 10 rocking chairs, all painted dark green. The children in the family pushed off of the walls below the screens with our feet to keep the swings moving because they hung too high for our feet to reach the floor. This often resulted in torn screens and unhappy parents. The sounds of a dozen people talking at once, children playing, parents scolding, spontaneous laughter, and an occasional song or two floated across the beach road and melded perfectly with the sound of waves crashing on the shore. Today, I have two favorite porches. The first is an enclosed area built on the back of our beach house, which overlooks the Albemarle Sound in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. My husband and I spend hours sitting in matching white wicker chairs, doing all the things people do or did on porches. 
My second favorite porch is connected to the beach home of one of my best friends. Her home is a historic flat top cottage built by Frank Stick in Southern Shores, North Carolina. This porch is simply amazing. It is a wonderful place to entertain, have a drink, or take a nap. The porch is large enough to hold dining tables, an ample sitting area, a cornhole court, and a grill bar area. Both of these porches can get hot and stuffy in the summer and chilly in the winter, but one hardly notices because you are too busy enjoying life. I doubt I will ever use my front porch the way our across-the-street neighbors use theirs, but I am thankful that their porch sitting has encouraged me to reflect on how I spend my time and ponder the impact that technology, TV, computers, iPads, cell phones, earbuds, is having on my lifestyle. I know people who cannot leave a room without their phone in their hand. This is not me. I do not feel the need to be plugged in at all times. I use technology when I need it, and I try not to need it as often as possible. My challenge to myself and to you this August would be this. During this month, are you willing to reduce your screen time and increase your porch time? Let's use the term porch time as a metaphor for living unplugged. Step away from the computer, turn off the TV, put down the phone, put the earbuds back in their little white case, and engage with life around you. I am not suggesting that we give up these useful tools altogether. Rather, I am suggesting that we use them as needed to enhance our lives rather than as our main source of communication, information, and entertainment. I apologize, sort of, to all of my friends who are already frustrated with me because I don't keep my cell phone nearby at all times. I am that person who probably won't return a call or a text in a timely manner. I promise I will make it up to you. Come sit with me on the porch and I'll pour you a slow glass of wine. Take good care of you and yours. This podcast is also available as a written post with pictures of my two favorite porches on pearlsontuesday.com, my blog.